Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Peter, and you are listening to a Retro Sunday Fun Day episode here on Nerds Adulting Podcast. Today, we will be going down memory lane discussing one of my all-time favorite video games from my childhood, Dune. It was first released on December 10th, 1993, when a shareware copy was uploaded to an FTP server at the University of Wisconsin and was played by an estimated 15 to 20 million people within two years of its release. Brandon Jones from LRM Online is today's guest and joins Josh and myself to discuss the original Doom video game. Well, what is going on, Brandon and Josh? Happy Retro Sunday Funday. I'm super excited to talk to you all about Doom 1993, Doom 2, all the, the retro OG stuff. Brandon and Josh, how are you all doing today? Cool, just stepping on intros. It's awesome. <laughs> Josh, how about you, man? How's it going? Uh, I'm doing well. I'm happy to be recording again. I've had a very busy past three weeks. And then I get another week of a little bit of freedom, not in cycle anymore. And then I'm off to New York to West Point Military College to teach cadets things that they don't need to know. <laughs> That's cool. I know somebody going there. Ah, uh, yes. If he's in my class, I will yell at him. No, he's um, I, he's a legal administrator, so he's going to be going there. Okay, there. very good. He will not be in my class. So if you know anybody that's doing anything, you just tell them, be like, hey, this, this kid is going to fuck up. You'd be like, all right, I got him. The article, article 15 him. Nice. Uh, well, I'm super happy to have all of us. We kind of, I kind of invited Brandon on sort of last minute just to see. I was like, hey, by the way, Josh, this was your idea of the show. I was, you, I was like, I asked you all, what, what did you want to do? And you were like, doom. I was like, hell yes, because I loved doom. I grew up playing doom. And then I was like, yep. I was like, hmm. Brandon, have you ever played Doom? He was like, hell yeah, I did. <laughs> so I was like, all right, do you want to come on? And Brandon's like, yes, let's do it. So I'm super excited to talk about it because it was a huge, huge thing for my childhood. And it, and it was just like one of those games, you know, like with Mortal Kombat and Mario, those like games that sort of shaped my childhood. So I'm super excited to talk about that. Um, I want to start off with just a few informational items if you all are ready to jump into it. Absolutely. Do it. All right. So. I want to start off just as like an honorable mention. Like I feel like we need to mention this game. So in May of 1992, ID Software released Wolfenstein 3D, which is considered like the grandfather of 3D shooters. Um, we'll get into that a little bit. The first episode of Doom, comprised of nine levels, was distributed freely as shareware and played by an estimated 15 to 20 million people within two years. Uh, the full game with two further episodes was sold via mail order. So this was like super weird given how we consume games now. I thought that was really interesting how they basically just said, Hey, here's our game. It's free and play it and share it. I thought that was really interesting. So what do, what yeah. do you all have to say about Wolfenstein and the way it was distributed in, in original since Brandon, since you're our guest, I'll let you go first. Uh, so as you're running the description, you said share where I just started laughing because it has been such a long time since I've heard that phrase. Um, and it just i started thinking about that and i started thinking about the aol floppy disks and then the cds <laughs> and also like i just started to go to a completely different place um i think it's a fascinating distribution model and it's interesting that it has just completely gone away we have gone from doing shareware to getting complete games to getting games that aren't complete that require you know like gigabyte um day one patches to make sure that they function so it's an interesting you know, cycle that you see the games have gone through over the last 30 years. Josh, what about you? I think it's interesting because I think like it's like I personally, I don't think I'm old enough to remember shareware, but I have a basic grasping concept of how it works. I didn't really, 
reading about that, I think it's funny. The mail order thing, I think, is is a funny concept to think about when it comes to a video game. So I'm not really sure how that works. Would you have it sent to your house? You couldn't go mm-hmm. buy it. You'd have to order it from id or from uh, like a parent company or something. Mm-hmm. I think that's interesting is like because games aren't like that anymore. Now you just get on your device and just download it. It's dope. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so spoiled. It's but I appreciate the past. <laughs> Kids. I'm 30. Give me a break. <laughs> Back in my day, you see, we used to order our games from a catalog. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I completely forgot about this when I was researching, you know, stuff to talk about. I was like, oh, my God, this game was was free. So we're going to get into like how I, I first got into into Doom, which was actually Doom 2. But um, I'll get to that later. And I just thought about how. Today, every copyright is so big and everyone, every studio wants to make their money. I just can't imagine a studio now saying like, I mean, I guess they also wanted to get it out into the hands. They wanted people to play it because they, they, they believed in, in this game. But it's just so interesting. It's so far from what we see today as far as being open and, and sharing. And I thought that was really fascinating to, to look back and think about. And then also, too, thinking about Wolfenstein 3D, which I actually got into after playing Doom. Because I was like, you know, I was addicted to these first person shooters and you know, Wolfenstein was another one was that that was easily to get. And I just thought that even though the game wasn't nearly as advanced as Doom was, it was still a lot of fun to just run around and just kill Nazis, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But uh, so the, the original Doom was released December 10th on 1993, directed by John Romero, <laughs> Tom Hale, Sandy Peterson. And the programmers were John Carmack, John Romero and Dave Taylor. So. Going off of all of that, I just one of the questions that I had in my mind when I was thinking about putting this show together was, what was what's the first thing that you remember or think about when I when I bring up Doom, uh, Brad? I'll let you go first. Um, I just remember the first place I played it. So my dad had it, and he it's weird. So I'm in my basement, and my dad would do all of the stuff that I do in the basement as well. So like he he had his music down there. He had his video game stuff down there and so it's weird that i've kind of adopted that and my kids hate coming down here and i hated going down in the basement so <laughs> he had doom down there so i was like i i want to see what this thing is but also don't want to go in the basement so I, that's the feeling that i remember that's what i think about is being down in that place and like booting up this ancient ass computer and having to use dos to type this thing in to yes. launch from the drive and so like i would sit there and watch him launch it so i could do it myself when he wasn't around I'm like all right how to get to the c drive and then the folder and then okay i got it i got it i got it okay let me write it down okay now i got it <laughs> you were a step ahead of me you actually wrote down stuff i try to remember everything but um <laughs> josh what about you i was actually because you you alluded to how you're a little bit younger than us so i'm going to be 38 brandon i believe you're like a couple years older than me so it's kind of interesting you actually brought up doom no <laughs> <laughs> you're young you're young at heart right so I'm, I'm trying to think are we the same i think i'll be 38 this how, year so i think i will be maybe i'm 38 now. you forgot I how don't remember now. you forgot how you're yeah, in. i didn't think about it to 42 i didn't think about it too yeah. after 35 like nobody like it's hard to remember <laughs> yeah people are like do your job yeah yeah it doesn't matter do anymore. your job no one cares your birthday doesn't matter <laughs> You know, when you get older. look up how old I am. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta look it up. <laughs> <Gotta> Google it. <laughs> um, Josh, so when I, when I bring up, brought up, or you brought up Doom, and I, so I was really interested. 
I'm kind of curious, what was your first foray into the game? Um, I believe so Bram was PC, so was mine. So I'm kind of curious. What what was your first foray? What was your first thoughts about uh, Doom itself? So uh, I don't remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure the first time I played it was in like a Doom collection or something like that, where it had all the games that had been released up to that point on like a disc. Like I think it was like for playstation or playstation 2 uh, something it was like final that. doom it was most likely final doom i believe yeah and so it i had played it at my buddy's house and his dad had that experience of playing it on ms dos and he had that experience of sitting on his lap as a baby you know like watching him do it <laughs> and so i had and his dad who was a in part a big inspiration in my life. He was like the father figure for me growing up. Like that's how close I was with my buddy and his family. I would go over to their house and he had this huge TV for the time, this massive television and this huge like surround sound stereo system. 32 inches. He had like that. He, no, 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 it was (laughs) way bigger, but it was like those like tube ones, but it was massive, you know, like with the, like the screen that you'd push it and it would like flex, you know, (laughs) like (laughs) project. So, yeah. So, he had this huge surround system, surround sound system that he had like pieced together and he had his own like amps and stuff like that and all this stuff, all this crazy stuff. And I remember sitting there and he was like, you guys want to play Doom? And like my buddy was like, yeah. And I was like, I don't fucking know what you're talking about. And then they booted it up. And immediately I was like, this is the greatest thing that has ever graced the existence of man. I don't, there's demons and I'm, I'm not, there's no bullshit talking. Even as a kid, like young man, I was like, there's no story. It's just violence. Let's go, dude. Like, so. <laughs> and then I remember playing it and I, I got kind of annoying. I would go over and be like, yo, are we going to play Doom today? Like, no, we want to play outside. No, I don't want to do that. I want to play Doom. Uh, Josh, my parents and I were going to sleep. Okay, you guys can go to sleep. I'm going to play Doom in your house. And so that was kind of like my experience with Doom is I became very like attached to it. I wanted to play more of it. Eventually, I got it on my own. At like the shitty like Dell computer that I had at my house <laughs> that was nowhere near state of the art, but I had bought the disc and loaded it up, and it wasn't like any MS DOS load up stuff. It was kind of this was like woo like maybe I don't remember when Final Doom came out, but it was around that time. Love that you mentioned the violence because we look back on this game, it's like, huh, that's quaint. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Play Doom that's now. Cute. Yeah. Oh man! So oh that, no, people go, people going. Oh, it's like. But I remember like the sprites. Like I would so appreciative of how like I was like that dude. You can see his like head come out. Like it's crazy. I don't know. I'll, for the time, it to me it was like super insanely advanced, and I'm pretty sure it was for everybody that played it. Yeah. So for me, this is kind of. So I was thinking about the only time I was ever introduced to Doom. I believe was probably in like the game magazine. So. Back in the day, like we didn't have video, so we had no idea how these games actually looked when you were playing them. And so I just remember seeing this game. It was a screenshot. So I was like, this looks awesome. And Brand, you probably remember it. Do you remember the flea market, uh, Swaparama flea market in Alsip, Illinois? So I, my, my mom used to have a stand there. And so every weekend, this is like I think a bitch, I bitch about <clears throat> all the time is. My mom, so on the weekends, we all want to play video games, hang out with our friends, right? Not me. I was up at 6 a.m. going to the flea market to help my mom sell used, you know, baby crap. That that was her thing. And so every weekend, 6 a.m., I go there. But anyways, there was this stand. Wait, when was this? Wait, I'm sorry. Hold on. Before before you ask me, when was this? <laughs> oh, God. So this has had to have been 
late 80s to mid 90s we did this so i'm i'm asking because i used to go with my dad every other weekend like all the time so i'm curious if we met this is hilarious we've never talked about this have we (laughs) oh I mean, we've known each other how long? Yeah. So yeah, I used to go there all the time. I love that place. That's hilarious. Yeah. So my mom used to sell uh, all of this baby crap or whatever. And then I would get up every, every morning. And go. But anyways, there was this stand that sold. Maybe you might actually remember this. There was a stand that had all these 3.5 inch floppy disks. And they all had like mods for the Doom game. Like one was like Barney, kill Barney or whatever. They were terrible mods. But anyways, as a kid... I would go by and I would see these and they would have little screenshots of doom. And I'd just be like, I'd sit there for like hours or whatever, looking at them, you know, and just, that was my first foray into doom. But what I remember most was my dad, finally, he knew I was really into computers and he really, you know, he was really encouraging in my like nerdy things. He liked tech too. He was a big sound guy. And so he bought a computer because he knew that's what I wanted to do. And the first game he bought me was doom two. And the thing that I remember was on five floppy disks. I want to say it was five. And you had to install each one, and and my God, and and this <laughs> is like painstakingly slow installs. Like I would probably took thirty minutes to install the game, and if you messed up once, like there's times where it just would mess up. It'd be like bloop, and you get an error message. Fuck, I do it over again. And then half the time I couldn't even get the game to work right because you at least had your father, Brandon, to kind of show you. Like I actually had to go to my friend's house, and he had to show me kind of type it in. I actually had to boot into DOS first because if it booted into windows it wouldn't play right for whatever reason so i had to boot into dos load it from there and then so if you so it was a it, was, it took me about a month to get the game to work working properly so but from there yeah because it's just wow. i could i couldn't get it to work right it was just like killing me you know but i finally figured it out and then from then on it was just we were always playing it then i discovered the cheat codes and it was all like after that i was like man like once i found god mode that was it that's interesting. So we already covered how do you discover it, and that was like the next question I wanted to ask you all. But so this is going to be a fun one, I think. Josh, I'll let you take this. And what what was your favorite things about the game? Like why why is it so? Why is it nostalgic for you? Why is it you know what made it special? What was so great about it to you? Okay, so I liked, and it, this carries over even to more modern dooms. The story was there but it wasn't trying to shove it in your face. The game is trying to get you to have fun doing this particular thing, which is clear the level, kill demons. Can I, right? can cool. I say something real quick about yep, that? Yep, absolutely. So John Carmack, one of the programmers and creators of the game, said, this is a quote, I forgot where it was from, that story, he believed stories in video games was uh, equal to stories in porn. Like, you, you, you need one, but that's you don't really need one, and that was his uh, thought process. So that's why there was no story really. There was sort of a story, but not really a story in the game because the developers didn't think you actually needed one for a video game. I mean, I got the gist. I'm a marine on Mars. I think I'm the last one, and there's demons. Oh, well, I, I yeah, it worked for this game 100. percent But I thought it was interesting back then because right now most of our favorite games, I would say, are story-driven games. You know, interesting back then the almost like antiquated way of thinking of developing, but yeah, my apologies go on. I just want to throw that out. There no, 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 it's fine. Apply. It's fine. It's fine. And so then it had like all these different guns that you could carry, whatever. Cool. But I enjoyed the fact that every gun had a job. Like every gun had a purpose, had a specialty. And then 
even now every gun has its job and its specialty and it serves a specific like purpose or it serves to to give you a specific advantage over certain creatures in the game like whether they're weak to plasma weak to the machine gun weak to shotgun weak to flamethrower weak to grenade launcher weak to rocket launcher all this stuff and it would it helped you like maneuver it kept you like guessing kept you on your feet how do i manage my resources while playing this game and i really thought that it was innovative that they couldn't figure out I've always, I'm always going to remember, like, as Doom being, like, a pioneer of, like, standards of shooters, right? How they worked around getting, not being able to aim up. Like, because in Doom, if there's, like, a platform, right, and there's a demon up here, you just aim at it. Even if you're down here, you just aim at it, and you'll hit him. So it's like yeah. your damage is cut just in a complete vertical 90-degree yeah, there was no, like, you couldn't move your viewpoint. It was stuck. Right, at, it was just yeah. left and right. That's all yep. you had. So I thought that was really interesting, and I'm always going to remember that as being, like, a, such a creative way to overcome. Like, I, it's proving too difficult to make him look up. Well, then just make, just do this. And they're like, oh, oh, shit, that works. <laughs> and nobody cares. <laughs> like, so I, that's what I like about Doom. It it made me, it it got to the point, it just nailed the... The 30 seconds of fun. I don't know if you've ever heard that quote, but I forget where I read it. Where it's, I think it's from Halo, yeah. Where it's like, if you don't have a game where you have the player engaged and having actual, genuine fun for a minimum of 30 seconds at any given time, then your game is not fun enough. Do you mean there should be lows of 30 seconds no more? No, 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 no. At the very minimum, 30 seconds. So you should be having fun for a total of 30 seconds. Yeah, I'm going to kill you in your sleep. Peter. I'm going to drive to North Carolina <laughs> and stab you. I'm confused at this, this equation. The quote is nailing. So if he's saying, we're, we're like going off on a tangent now. That's fine. That's what we do. He's, he's saying that if your game at any given time does not provide your player with that a minimum of 30 seconds of the player going, I'm having so much fun like that those endorphins are hitting your brain and you're having fun then you have failed. If it's 29 seconds, you failed. If it's 31 seconds, good job. If so, it's a minute, just if it's clarify, two hours, good job. Read the exact quote, so hopefully Do this it. will help. Do it, me. dude. And <laughs> help me. Halo 1, there was many 30 seconds of fun that happened over and over and over and over again. And so if you can get 30 seconds of fun, you can pretty much stretch that out to be an entire game. So it's just the idea of like they're trying to create these areas of like 30 seconds of fun and like that's that's the loop. That's the combat loop that they're trying to create. Right. Okay, so you're saying... So that's from, that's from 10 years ago. Okay, so what I was thinking the way it was said it was 30 seconds of fun. So you're fun. You have fun for that chunk of 30 seconds. But then you have to have fun for another 30 seconds? Like that, Then it's like you're having fun the entire game. Like what's the low? Like what's the ratio of 30 seconds to, to oh what? God. Like 30 seconds to every 10 seconds? That's, my, that's what I'm thinking. Like what does that mean? But I I'm guess... Gonna... I'm going to kill you with a dull <laughs> weapon, like a spoon or like a spatula or something. I mean, I get 30 seconds of fun, but what happens after you've had fun for 30 seconds? You kill yourself. That's what <laughs> <laughs> Am I being too literal again? Is it, is yes. Am I being yes, too literal? Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. Makes sense now. Anyways, <laughs> where were we at? Oh, uh, what favorite things about the game, Brandon? What, what, what were your favorite things? What do you remember most? You know, like what, what, why was the game fun for you? 
so this is probably my one, two, three, third video game experience that I remember. So start with like Mario, really that that is memorable to me. Yeah. So Mario, and then within that era, you've got Zelda and Duck Hunt and all this other stuff, and then Doom and Wolfenstein are that next. Um, era of video games for me that I recall that meant a big deal to me. And it was different um, mostly because it was the first time I recall that it was you. I was experiencing the pain, doing the shooting and doing the action. Um, so even though I don't look like Doom Guy, um, you running through it and having it being a first person perspective created a whole another level of tension. And so as he's getting shot, as he's getting hurt, he's like huffing and bleeding and shit. And he's like looking around like in that little, that screen that you remember his face. Yeah. Um, you felt that a little differently because every time Mario died, like he just died. Um, so for me, it was like, it was just that extra layer. Um, plus everything that Josh talked about with like the uniqueness of the guns and also the stuff. But the thing that I remember is just like the intensity of having it be from the first person. Yeah. Yeah, it was quite immersive. I would say that from I'm 100% with you on the way you described why the game was memorable for you. Like you had eras of games that you played and Doom sort of crossed over to this new era for 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 me as well. And I would say the first thing first word that comes to mind was immersion. Like that game really I felt like immer- there was times where I actually got legitimately scared in that game because they actually had lighting in this game. So you can yeah. go into rooms and be dark. And I remember I turned around, there was an imp right there, and it like legit scared me. My sister was like laughing at me, like, you're getting scared by a video game. I'm like, <clears throat> but I think that was actually my first experience of being scared in a video game. Like N- Nintendo and none of that stuff really did it did it for me. Um but I think for me the thing that I remember I remember most of one of my favorite things about the game were the enemies. Like the detail that went into the enemies, like the cyber demon. And what was the pink, like, two-legged... Like, the the variety. Yeah, the variety, too. But there was also those pink two-legged... Uh, oh, pinky. Pink, pink, was it pinky? Whatever they were that's called. called. That's what they're called, dude, Pinkies? pinky. The, yeah, internet, yeah. the internet, the, the, the Doom community has consolidated that it is called a pinky. <laughs> I think it has a name. It has a name in, in, the, in the universe, but the users have been like, it's pinky, shut up. So I, and yeah. that's carried over. That's carried over to like to Doom Eternal and Doom the more <laughs> modern versions. So that was my thing was uh, the the just the the detail that went into these. Like I really felt like I was fighting like demons and the, the, the like the cyber demon was like really creepy. Like that giant tall dude with the yeah with the rocket in his hand and I just and the sound effects. Like I don't know what they used. Like I swore for the zombies they used. Um, dogs it wasn't shit. no it was uh i'm always gonna say i think it was moose i think the sounds that that moose is the moose Jeez. moose that they would make and that, i think that's actually <laughs> that's what i wanted to Meese. say <laughs> i was trying is so hard not to say it because <laughs> that's a running joke in my family and i always say meese and say i just Canada try to deer. do it for real <laughs> but uh anyways i yeah they use animal sounds for the for the zombies and i can still speaking of sound effects i can still hear the door in my head when you open those doors or like when you pick up yep. yeah oh yeah dude yeah i can still hear <laughs> it hear it in my head and the those those monsters were just so well done and i just i don't know i just 
and the sound effects too to go along with it with the roars and and the zombie moans and stuff and i still hear the shotgun and the and the the cocking after you would shoot it <clears throat> you know like oh, yeah because you would shoot it and then he yeah like he'd bring it across the screen and you'd see it yeah. and you oh yeah, yeah pump it dude yeah the pump shotgun <laughs> yeah or the uh bfg the big fucking gun which everything like man there's so yeah there's so many things i love about the game i think the the monsters were 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 great and some of the music too was interesting there, there were some some interesting facts some fun facts out that i'm gonna get, get into here um i think that the highest point of tension in the game when it comes to sounds was that you knew when there was that the pinky you knew when he was around because he would have like that snort like that yeah and you'd fucking you'd be like what's up dude like you freak <laughs> out here and then they had ones that were invisible i don't know if you guys remember that but they had pinkies that were invisible yeah. that you could not see and you'd have to like like they just like kind of like the, the predator like they would dilute a little bit mm-hmm. like how the predator like bends light it was kind of like that what did you guys think about the chainsaw what was like you remember that like actually using the chainsaw yeah. in the game and they were like i don't they know were, if, like, it, if that's in the first one yeah is that uh, is the chainsaw in the first game I don't know. I don't. I swore it was in the first game. I don't remember specifically, but mm. I know. I mean, don't you, remember. You don't remember? Oh, interesting. The Not from the first game, no. Okay, maybe it wasn't in the first game. I know because, like I said, my first experience was Doom Two, and then I went back and played. Um, but I thought that was like as a kid. I thought that was like pretty. I mean, even even as a kid, I thought that was pretty. I don't want to say violent or offensive, but I was like, Intense. man, yeah, I was like. I'm like all up in this monster's face, and I'm like chainsawing him with this thing. I was just like, as a kid, I was like, man, like it's all in your face. Yeah, let's do. I mean, but I mean, I loved it, but I was just thinking in my head, like, man, if like my teacher saw this, they would probably flip shit. You know what I mean? Like, like just I thought like, it was funny that they always died with the same sprite, no matter what damage was done, where explosion, bloody like, pulp. <laughs> Yeah, if you did the chainsaw, they would just go, ah, and like this, the blood, like the pixelated yeah. blood would shoot out, and then they would still, like, their chest would open as if you'd shot them, and they'd go, ah, and like <laughs> fall back. <laughs> no matter what, plasma, rocket launcher, same death sprite, doesn't matter. Yeah, they, but it worked, but it worked. Yeah, it was, uh, that was like one of the weapons that I, that I, that I remember the, the most, but yeah, for me, those the enemies just, the, the the detail and stuff um one of the things that i i wanted to ask you all i, I want to kind of get into sort of like the history of doom after the fact and one of the things was do you remember the novels that had came out did you did any of you read any of them i read like the first i didn't two. No? i didn't read any of the novels no they were i knew that they existed i mean but... you're, we're talking to like 13 year old me or 12 year old me right now but like i remember them being really good like i read the first two and having conversations at the lunch table with my friend who, who bar who let me borrow them and i remember them being actually pretty it was really so like we all as nerds we all want more like you were saying about the story josh there really wasn't much story but we got a, a, enough of it through whatever but the books really like dived into it and talked about. I think was I want to say Flynn. I think was Flynn his name. Taggart. I think. Um, yeah, I Flynn, knew that the books existed, and his yeah. like nickname in the books is like Fly or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was exactly that was his nickname, and he uh, they went to Phobos on a mission as Marine because they had a distress signal. So it was really, and it was really cool to kind of get that extended universe sort of thing from this game because you really, for again, it didn't have like any story. You got a deep dive in it, and there was four books, I believe. I want to say it was four of them. 
and I remember reading the first two. I don't remember much from them because you're talking about 20 years ago, but I just remember being really entertained by those books, and I thought that was interesting. But so there was also a movie we've seen. There was Doom Three, which was at the time I thought I was never going to get to play because that and Half Life. I remember because it came out around the same time, and I thought I was. Oh, never the movie gonna... just gets a mention. You just black, like. Oh, no, we, we could talk keep, about it. This is probably your foray, Britt. <laughs> well. Well, my experience, a lot of people actually liked the movie. So, given after the Doom movie, I have a lot of people what, that I know what, actually. What movie? The one the with Doom the, with the Rock? Wasn't the, the Rock? With the Rock? It? And uh, the and, best um, part of the best part of that movie is when this guy takes that super shit, and then he in the bat in the end with the first person sequence. That's the best part of the whole film. Everything else about that movie is garbage. I don't remember much from the movie. I don't know what. Brad, do you remember much from it at all? Like, I remember the first person. I, I remember scene. It. I remember uh, The Rock. I remember, um, oh God. Carl Urban. Carl, Carl Urban was in there. Yeah, who is yeah. just like one of our greatest genre actors. I fucking love him. Yes, yes. But um, I, I just, it, it is inexplicable how from the four books and the games that came out before, like they came up with that movie. Like, it's, And it's weird because it's another one of those movies where it seemed like it had all of the elements to be great. Because... Um, like if you said that the rock and Carl are Carl urban, were going to be in a movie now people would be like, yeah, that's going to be good. But it's like, no, 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 that movie already happened. It was dog shit. So (laughs) yeah, that's what I'm saying. Only the end of it was good because it was what is just doom. It was straight up just violent, which is the doom brand. But the rest of the movie, absolutely not. When Dwayne, the rock Johnson, like they do him up, like he's all possessed. I was like, okay, I can't, I'm not doing it no more. Bad makeup, <laughs> dude. It was so bad. Don't watch it. Yeah, I, I want to say I fell asleep. Actually, I had like my friend and I were watching. There you I want to say I fell asleep I during just, one. I want to know who these people are. If you didn't, if you didn't like, like that movie, do not watch the newest film, the twenty, the one that came out in twenty nineteen. Do not. Wait, there's another Doom movie. Yes, what? there's another Doom movie, and a oh. woman, a woman becomes the Doom Slayer at the end. Or the do- Why don't the I remember Doom-ray. this? Yeah, it's I'm- called like Doom. It's called like Doom Annihilation or something like that. Oh yeah, 2019 Doom Annihilation, starring Amy Manson. And that must it has have been nothing. It video. has nothing. It has nothing to do. Yeah, it's direct to video. Has nothing to do with the story from the first Doom with The Rock and Carl Urban. So it's not yeah, a good way to get people to come back. The actors, but. You know those people that Pete is talking about that think that it was good. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe I'm over exaggerating. I know one of my friends really liked that movie for whatever reason, but whatever. <laughs> um, but but then we had Joan Dark. What's that? I'm looking at the names of the characters. So the main character, her name is Joan Dark. Wasn't Carl Urban? His name was Grim, something like that. I don't know. Original? I don't remember. Grim. Yeah, John Grimm. Gr- John Grimm and Joan Dark. Jesus Christ. That's the best they could <sighs> come up with. <laughs> um, they get paid so much money. <laughs> man, dude. <laughs> Maybe they didn't get paid a whole lot of money for this movie. I don't know. But anyways, <sighs> so we also had Doom 3, and then we've also had... I mean, there was like Doom RPG, Doom 64, which was awesome. I loved that game. We, so Doom has like spawned all these years, and I, just when you think... It, I thought it were, they were done with it. They came out with Doom in, what, what was it, 2016? They rebooted yeah. it, and then just last year, was it? Was it just was it last year they came out with Doom Returnal? 
which are awesome games. I haven't finished them. But Eternal. 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 You're having a, Sorry. You're I having a P- PTS moment. Yeah, I'm having a yeah. PlayStation 5. Moment. Yeah. Returnal. Yeah. Oh, that game. Anyways. Um, yeah, so what do you... What, well, before we get into my fun facts and we close it out, what do you all think about the course of history we've seen from Doom and, and all the stuff? Because I have thoughts about Doom 3, but I'll let you all um, go. Brandon, I'll let you go first. I think Doom Returnal would be awesome. They should make that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that it's it's kind of fascinating, right? It's like uh, Resident Evil. It's like uh, these other series that it, it has found a way to continually reinvent itself for decades at this point which in the video game industry is hard because there are other games that we can point to where it's just been uh, just a reboot and like cash grab and all this other stuff, but it really seems like they're trying to to do something new. And even with these newer games that have come out, they've really delved into the lore and created something that um, people can really sink their teeth into. So it's funny that to bring it full circle, the first game, they're like, ah, story, we won't give a shit about that. But the lore in the new games is like it, right? Like that has become just this huge thing. So I think that that's kind of fascinating. I, I think it's kind of cool. So it shows that you can teach an old dog new tricks. Josh, what about you? What do you think about the course of Doom history up until? So I like how they changed, right? At first you're this Marine that's responding to a distress signal, whatever, cool. And then in the newer ones, you're like this ancient like race of celestial guards that have like godlike powers and all this stuff. I thought that was cool. I like how Doom consistently is like, here's our story. Here's our game. Here's the fun stuff. If you want, you can, you on your own can make it this big, the story, but you, we're not making it. We're not forcing you to do that. Like you have little cutscenes in Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal, where it gives you, like, some things here and there. But if you really want to flesh that stuff out, you got to read, like, the codexes and all the little text things that you find. But if not, if you just want... If you're just there for the violence, then the game is like, cool, dude, here's some guns and ammo, figure it out. And I like that. Even the old games are like that, too. Like, no, I'm pretty sure nobody was like, who is this Marine? What is his story? No, I'm here to... To 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 paint this yes. whole planet with fucking bullets. What was the Roddy Piper saying uh, quote? He was like, he's like, I'm, I was like, I, I love kicking ass and chewing bubble gum, and I'm all out of bubble gum. Yeah, <laughs> Roddy Piper. Yeah, that was Duke from. Nukem stole that from Roddy Piper. What's that? I thought I didn't it was Duke, that Duke Nukem. Nukem. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe he stole from Duke Nukem, but he said it in his movie that whatever that movie was. Alien movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I just watched the the biography, the A and E biography of Roddy Piper. It wouldn't surprise me if one stole it from the other, or vice versa. But I think they, I think Duke Nukem stole it from him because he actually they actually showed the paper of his notes because he was like when he was doing the movie, he was taking all kinds of notes and saying as he wanted to do, and he snuck that one in. There. But that, I just imagine the Doom Slayer saying something like that in that game where players playing that game. Um, <clears throat> the one of the things that I remember the most over the course of the Doom history was the Doom Three. I remember when it got announced, and I saw like the trailers working at GameStop and Half Life uh, Two. It was also announced, and they had all this footage of the, of these games. And I just remember thinking, I'm never going to be able to play this. I'll never be able to afford a computer system to play. And sure enough, I never did really play them until much later. And then. I couldn't play Doom 3 because it was too fucking scary for me. Like, that game was like, 
that was horror. That game was like survival horror. I just remember like one of the a pipe falling down and like spraying some whatever gas at me and it scared the crap out of me. That that game was just like like gut wrenchingly. I just the yeah. immersion. Doom of three that was game. definitely more about like horror instead of like the arcadey demon slaying. Yeah. And then you fast forward to now when it's just very like just all action, just crazy violence, which is a ton of fun. Just I love the 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 history and, and the evolution of the game itself, just what the what devs have done and make it still fun. Uh, sort of like that was a good reference Brandon had mentioned Resident Evil, how they've been able to they kind of hit a lull, I think, with a few of the games, and then now they're they've definitely come back with the remakes and then uh Resident Evil Ate the Village. Um, all right, so I have a few fun facts, and then we can uh, close it out with our final thoughts here. So I only have three. Um, within hours of Doom's release, university networks were banning Doom multiplayer games as a rush of players overwhelmed systems. Many administrators had to implement Doom-specific rules to keep their networks from crashing due to the overwhelming traffic. But that, I thought that was interesting. Um, so John Carmack actually came up with this concept from their Dungeons and Dragons campaigns that they played together because they combined uh, the styles of Evil Dead 2 and Aliens. Whoever their dungeon master was must have been really creative or a lot of fun. And then Bobby Prince was the composer of the music. So many tracks were directly inspired by songs, basically metal bands such as like Alice in Chains and Pantera. Carmack named and Carmack named the Doom after the line in the film the color of money where Tom Cruise says what you got in there. And it, or they ask someone asked Tom Cruise, what you got in there? And he says in here doom. And that's like where the, the name came from. So nice. I don't know if you guys have any, any thoughts on that. I thought those were kind of interesting. I've never so. seen, I've never seen that movie, so I wouldn't know great the movie. reference. Oh yeah. It's a great, movie. I haven't seen it in a long time, but it, that was the one with, um, dang, I can think of his name. And now I'm drawing a blank. Paul, what was Newman. His, Paul Newman. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, pool movie. I still suck at pool, by the way. But anyways, <clears throat> is that a sequel? Is that a sequel to something else? A Paul Newman movie that he did? I think you're right. I think you might be right. I think that was actually a sequel to a movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. But all right, so that's that's basically all the all the things. Can I throw in a fun fact? Yes. Please Being in Germany, so here's a fun fact that I saw. It was only in 2011 that Germany lifted the ban on Doom. Really? Really? That's interesting. You know, that's also the same thing that Australia dealt with. I think in 2010 it was the same on the same time. Maybe it was earlier than that, but I remember they had a like a very strict ban on games too as well. That's interesting. I bet Is you they found ways Wolfenstein to get... still banned there, or has it ever been? <laughs> I mean, I would assume it would be. Hey. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Um I'm I did not see the reason why, I mean, aside from the violence, um, was it anything like what you're talking about, Josh? So I don't know. Um, but I, I would not be surprised if Germany had like tons and tons of issues with Wolfenstein. All right. Well, all right. Let's, let's conclude the, the episode. So let's do our final thoughts on, on doom, the game in the history of doom up until now. I'm sorry, Brandon, I'll let you go first since obviously you're our guest. Final thoughts, closing statements on doom. So while in my modern gaming, Doom doesn't really mean much to me, as a kid, it meant a lot. And so, like I said, it's that second wave of gaming to me, and it'll always hold a special place in my heart. Like, I have very distinct memories about who I was with, where I was, how old I was, like, all of those things. 
when I played it. And so talking again about nostalgia, um, it is, even if it doesn't mean as much to me now, the modern games, saying it and me thinking of the initial game, I'll still, I'll have that wave of nostalgia that hits when I think about it. So it's very cool that it is something that still exists and people get to experience it new. Cool, yeah, 100%, man. Josh, what about you? Um, As a young man, Doom was a big part of my gaming upbringing, along with Metal Gear. Okay, referencing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> You're pretty good. No, but uh, yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure Doom gets Snake Seal of Approval, so... Um, but it really opened up the whole first person genre, like opened it, like widened it. Cause like Wolfenstein did his thing and people were like, Oh, you can do this. This is really cool. And then doom took what Wolfenstein did and just busted it open for everybody to see. And it was so, so popular at the time. And I, I feel like I have a lot of developers have to ha- throw their, 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 there's stuff in there for, for, for id software and, and creating this stuff. Um, I feel like <clears throat> Doom is a testament even now that the most important thing about a game is that it is fun. The most important thing about, I'm going to say it again, a game, G-A-M-E, is that it is fun. A game. It's not supposed to be political. Nothing like that. It's cool if you got a super in-depth story, but it's a game. It should be fun. Um, other than that, the way it's come so long, it's been like, what, like 20, 27 years? 1983? Yeah, 27 years it's been around. And it's shaped a lot of things and formed a lot of standards and been the, the precursor to what we have now in a lot of ways. So I think that it's at least in the top five video game franchises of all time for me, for me personally. And I'm always going to remember it and enjoy it. And I hope that they keep going. And if they don't keep going, I'll just go back to it. I'll come back down to its level and play it. I don't care. Uh, but doom, doom, doom's dope. That's all I got. <laughs> um, yeah. So for me, it's just super, I get, I get super nostalgic with this game because it was, I got it right when I first got my computer and as Brandon was talking about navigating in DOS, we didn't have Google and stuff. So I learned by trying different things. I just knew CD slash that would get me into the next directory. And so like I was trying different things. I remember also another game Descent I got later on and, and that was really hard to get working. And I just remember that's how I learned how to navigate in DOS. And I still use that to this day at my job now, which is kind of interesting. So one of the, one of the things that I, when I learned was just how to like use a computer was because of doom and the, the game itself, like finally getting that chance. Like for me, like I knew about this game for like at least, cause I didn't play it probably until what 95, I think it was when doom two came out or 94. So I knew about this game for like a year, year and a half. And just all the anticipation of finally playing it. and then finally getting it in my hands and not being able to play it. Cause I couldn't get it to work. And finally, Finally getting to work and playing it was just like this amazing feeling and the game lived up to all that hype that I built up into my head. I have all these memories 
of my dad watching me play it. He loved these violent games because he thought it was hilarious to him that they would put like Mortal Kombat and he just he encouraged it. Oh, in yeah. me, you know, like he he <laughs> would. I have a lot of memories of my dad just sitting there watching me play games, and that was like one of them was Doom. He would just sit there, you turn to the side where the computer was at, and he would watch me play, and he'd just crack up, and he would see like you know explosions happening and stuff. But he just thought it was really cool and funny to see this stuff in games and people doing it. He didn't play them themselves, but I have very nostalgic nostalgic feels for the game because of the connection with my father and that's for a lot of the other games but i love everything that they've done getting i guess not the movie uh, i guess i don't love that <laughs> i won't ever get into that but the game the two games that come out now were great actually they released a doom 3 in vr I don't know if you saw that, Josh. I mean, you have an Oculus. I was actually, oh, really? Yeah, I think it's I know free. That they released Doom, Doom, the new, the Doom 2016 one. Doom Three is on Oculus, and uh, it's free. I believe it's like a mod. I'm not sure. I have to double check. But anyways, probably it's probably bad. Whatever. I'll try it. I've heard nothing but good things, but I'll, I'm probably gonna try it out. But anyways, so for me, Doom will always be same thing as Brandon. It was just as a kid, it was such an experience, and it's just this new foray into another genre you said josh like there's wolfenstein but doom just upped it to another level and i'll just never forget it and actually what's really cool is my son is actually playing the original doom now because he wanted to try it out and so i was just sitting there and watching he found out about the episode no no my son my son does not give a shit about my podcast anyways um he, he likes it. He likes it like when I tell him about like. Damn, dude, shade, shade. <laughs> my, my son has no interest in li- at least in listening to the podcast. He thinks it's cool that I do. You raise him up. You raise him up. You put a roof over his head. You feed him. Give zero fucks. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't care about the. He he like he likes the idea that I do a podcast. He likes the idea that I stream and stuff because that's part of their culture or part of their upbringing. Now, like you. Yeah, my the last thing I'll say is just Doom was such a great point in my childhood. So much fun, and it, it, getting to share with my friends too, and my father. So that, that's my last and final thought on the game. But I just want to thank you guys for doing this, Brandon. It's always a pleasure. If you want to check him out, all the stuff will be in this, the, the description. But check him out on LRM online, and then check out the description for all his links. Uh, Josh, Brandon so much fun playing uh, the nostalgia game and, and whatnot. I always uh, I always love doing these with you guys so absolutely plus adios don't be shitty waiting for it I was waiting for you to say it <laughs> <laughs> awesome Zanya. peace